Hello, everybody. I'm Will Frazier. Welcome to History Made Up. On today's show, we have Gail Brubaker from the West Des Moines Historical Society. Hello, everybody. Welcome to History Made Up, the informative improvised podcast. I am Will Frazier, your host. What we do here is uh, I travel around, I get uh, local history stories, and then I get some local improvisers, and we make up some comedy scenes inspired by that story. Uh, guest day, uh, Gail Brubaker, she was uh, very kind. She's a great guest. She tells a great uh, story about um, a place in West Des Moines called the Jordan House. It's a historical place that I didn't know anything about. So I love going out and finding historical things near me that I just didn't know existed. Uh, and so I would suggest you do that as well, wherever you're listening. Go find something new about where you live. All right. Uh, before we get to the story, we need to meet our improvisers. John Churchma. Hello. 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 Are you the CEO of Theranos? Yes. <laughs> this now is I my am. normal voice. Nothing suspicious is happening here. <laughs> Please blink. How are you, John? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm great. Yes. Um, <laughs> I knew it. So <laughs> you did. You called it. You could yes. see it on my face. Winning. <laughs> uh, so yeah, these uh, the Jordan House is. Um, I'm not gonna give away any of the significance of it yet, but it's uh, it's sort of a. Um, field trip destination mm -hmm. for like lots of kids and stuff go out there. Do you recall any specific field trips that were fun or interesting when you were a kid? Was I, there like a go-to place you went to every year or something? Um, well, I remember like in first grade, I went on a couple of field trips that when we had to write about them, I had like highly critical responses, which I don't know why I felt that way as like a six or seven year old. But it was like one of them was we went to the circus, and I'm just like, I did not enjoy the circus. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't want to go to the circus. Yeah. But we went, so I went along. I wasn't happy about it, and like that. That was what I had to write about. What I enjoyed about the circus. It's like, well, what I enjoyed was nothing. <laughs> and then we also went to the uh, just the, right on through, the, and also the yeah. water treatment plant. Ooh, town, which. I don't know why I was so critical of the water treatment plant, but I, I didn't I didn't want to go there. For I don't I mean, what kid thinks you know where we should go today? I really I'm concerned about what's happening in that water treatment plant. Right, and I just didn't think about it, and I don't know why I was so against going, but I I don't think I really said anything. I wasn't like causing trouble, but I wrote a scathing review. <laughs> a scathing review, right, of the water treatment plant. Yes, I like the idea of. Uh, you think that uh, the children should be in charge of choosing their field trip destinations. <laughs> like, we're only going where the kids want to go. If you're, if you're going to make kids write a story about what they liked about something, I don't know, maybe give them something that they might potentially like. I think gotcha. that was my thinking as like a seven, six or seven-year-old. Right. So your problem was the assignment was assuming positivity. Right. Gotcha. It's like, hey, don't make assumptions. Right. Instead of, write, instead of, hey, why don't you write and tell us what you thought of it? No, right. write and tell us what you liked about it. Right, I yeah. became the foremost elementary school field trip critic. It was, it was more of a column that was never published anywhere. 
Right. It was just what I turned into the teachers. I love it. I wish I could read some of those. <laughs> Matt Still. Hello. Hi, Matt. How are you? Doing good. Uh, what about yourself? Any field trip memories you uh, stand out? Um, we went to a few places, but my favorite part of any field trip was um, we had to fill out this McDonald's menu thing before the trip. What? <laughs> yeah, it was like this brown sheet that you had to fill out. I mean, oh my god, it was brown sheet, and you had to fill out what you wanted like a week or two ahead of time, just so the McDonald's people can get it ready, I guess, or something like that. So when, you got to go to McDonald's up. on field trips? Honestly, that was the best part of the field trip. Yes. I didn't care about the field trip, to be honest. I'm just like, okay, yeah. let's see. About a couple hours, I'm getting hamburgers. So wow. I was all good. I remember, like, I remember you had to pack a lunch for our field trips. And we always just, I would always just eat the lunch at the school. So, like, actually being able to pack a lunch was like, it was like, oh, sweet. I can make, I can make two sandwiches if I want. <laughs> yeah. that. that was, <laughs> but you got to go to McDonald's. Yeah, but they they limited the menu, so you couldn't uh, order anything you wanted or something right. like that. It was like one sandwich. Do you want a sandwich or McNuggets? Yeah, basically. Yeah. It was one of those things, and right. I was just like always bummed because I always used to get two to three hamburgers every time I went to McDonald's. <laughs> so I was like... I always still put two or three just to see on the off chance that someone just you, missed it. You just get two sheets and staple them <laughs> <Yeah>. together. <laughs> Continued. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's a great field trip memory. Yeah. <laughs> I've never even heard of those McDonald's uh, order menus before. Well, That's crazy. This was back in the 80s, mid-80s. Right. So. Oh, yeah. I'm in right in that same well, age that, range. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being here. Uh, thank you. Noah Ennis. I will. Hey, buddy. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. Welcome back. Hi. I'm doing great. You didn't ask me, though, did you? <laughs> I'm adjusting to the uh, to the tone of the room. I got here a little late. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. Everything's. I'm super. You shouldn't have told him that. No one no. would have ever known. Hey man, pull the curtain down. <laughs> I say. Okay. Well, now that everyone knows all our secrets, the magic of podcasting is gone. Yep. Uh, what about yourself? Any field trip memories? Trip? Things that stand no, out? No. And the reason I don't have any is because my class homeschooled. Yeah. <laughs> Do I reek of homeschool to you? Yeah. It makes sense. It makes more sense to me. Um, no, the reason I don't have any memories is because my class, class of 2010, go Jayhawks, uh, was got in so much trouble my freshman year that we were not allowed to go on any of the field trips for the rest of the, rest Ooh, of the high school. Nice. So what happened that freshman it year? It was not that bad. It was like right. We, they we overreact went, yes. to shit like that. It was teachers getting overwhelmed with too much, like too much crap to do. The students throwing the smallest fit about having to do something, which I can't imagine any other class than do. They like gave us homework to do at the zoo while we were supposed to go to the zoo. And it's just like, we were kind of just like, no. We didn't even make a big deal about it. We just kind of all agreed, no, we're not going to do that. And then got back to school at the end of the day, and we're supposed to turn everything in, and we just didn't. And they were like, no, that's it. You guys don't get to go in anymore. And yeah, it was... I mean, I don't know that I missed out on anything because I didn't go on the field trips, so I don't know. But right, wow, that seems like they were looking for an oh, excuse. Oh, it felt like it. Yeah, trust me. Like, oh God, thank God. They oh, what are you up. all of okay, my classmates? Okay, no more field trips yeah. for four years on the budget. Yeah, yeah. really saved us on that one. <laughs> they cut, they yeah. cut like they cut like eight hundred bucks and it kept them under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't understand the mm -hmm. um, urgency to keep us from having fun, but whatever. Right. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for being here. Uh-huh. Mari Moroz. Yo. 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 
Uh, I'm just, we're just going to keep saying that. That's the rest of the podcast. Right. An hour later. <laughs> um, what about you? Yourself, you uh, remember any, anything? Yes. You're from Minnesota, so tell me you like got to go to the Spam Museum. No. And like all these fun, no? Spam is like way up north Minnesota. I think oh, it museum is? is? Yeah. But um, we Minnesota does have an amazing children's museum and a really cool science museum. But my story I wanted to share. I went to both of those places. brought to you by Minnesota. Yeah. Land of 10,000 Lakes. <laughs> Anytime I'm on the podcast, it's brought to you by Minnesota. <laughs> um, but no, in fifth grade, my entire fifth grade class did something called Exchange City. I don't think you guys have ever heard of this. So we, what we did is it was like a three-month ordeal preparing for this day field trip. We had to apply to a job in this fake city. We had to acquire money, <laughs> like fake money. And then like the day was like a tradition, like a regular day in the life of adults. And we would like pretend to have the job that we had and like run throughout the day. So if you wanted to go to the grocery store, someone had to like if – you, if you were on your lunch break – you go to the grocery store and buy your lunch and you have to like give them actual money and there would be an actual cashier and somebody applied to be <laughs> that job. And all 90 of us, my whole fa- my class was huge. Our 90 of us in our fifth grade were all different jobs and, and different things. So where did you do this though? It's in like a, the a, city? No, it's like a p- actual place that exists. It's like, pla- oh. it's like a fake city. In like a warehouse. Schenectady, New York. The way you started describing it, like we all had to make up money and make up jobs. It sounded like you were being part of like some kind of con. Where it's like, now kids, I'm going to be your a social- riddle master and my salary is <laughs> yeah. a billion dollars a minute. Now kids, know. give us your social security numbers and we'll take out loans from the bank. You won't have to see any of it. Don't worry. We've got to so take dumb what seemed novel when you were a kid. It's like, right. oh, you can do this right now or for the rest of your life. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. It was like very, very <laughs> legit. Like we applied to a job, <laughs> and we like had to interview do that for job. The job. Yeah, we had an actual interview with who someone interview? from Exchange. We had to borrow our dad's okay. tie. Yeah, there was like, people who would come into our school, and um, what I if was... someone wanted to be the HR person? Did they get to do the interviewing? <laughs> no, okay, no, no, no. Okay. No, like the types of jobs were like police officer and they like wrote out tickets like if you walked on the grass you could get written i got a ticket all the asshole kids wanted yeah. to be police officers <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. of course there was a newspaper so at the end of the day there would be like a newspaper created of like stories um so involved yeah, yeah. there was like a grocery store there was a bank so you could exchange money did you get to choose like, yeah what job you? Okay. yeah so you had like your top three and my top three were very on brand <laughs> For me, <laughs> dancing instructor. <laughs> no, no, well, journalist was one of them, yep. which I do kind of now. And then film critic. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. Field trip. <laughs> you like these blind guesses <laughs> in the dark? <laughs> I wish there was a film critic at Exchange. No, I ended up the my job that I had was I was the radio DJ. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, That's yeah. I was in one. my grunge phase. Oh, I was like, this is cool. I'm gonna be the radio DJ. So I was like, there's an actual radio station there and. This is very involved. Anyway, it was yeah. a crazy field trip. This, that place sounds like an insane place. Yeah. Like, I, how I want to just picture those business people like going to the schools, like, hey, you know how real life is terrible? <laughs> Why don't you give us a bunch of money and we'll let your kids come and learn how terrible it is right now? Yeah. Okay, I got to know did anybody get rejected from any of the jobs? Yeah, that that's my for? question. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. So, so there, there were only crowd. like two radio DJs. 
And I'm sure like 10 kids applied for that job. So some people would have to have like their second or third job option and they would like have a lesson in like not getting the job that you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Were they all just, was like Radio DJ like the most fun? Oh, jo- yeah. Like it didn't get much deal. It wasn't like, uh, I'm a basketball player. No, no, no. That was, <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the most fun. Police officer. There was like four of them. That's, and that was that's a, not fun. That's the, ass, that's for assholes. They wanted to write up tickets, and that was that was a, a hot commodity job as well. Yeah, yeah. I bet, of course. There, yeah, it was crazy. Terrible. Um, yeah, I remember one field trip that we went to the science center. This was back when the science center was still in the park. And they had a this brand new exhibit where it was a exact it was like a replica of Mission Control, and then you go through another room and it's the like cockpit of the space shuttle. It was like a space shuttle like simulation thing, and so all the kid the kids all go in. We get assigned to a certain station. Okay, your communications, your uh, propulsion and trajectory, like all these different. And then we would, and then we would run a space mission, <laughs> and um, in the like right towards the end, um, something goes wrong that you have to like you know fix. Something went wrong, uh, and so you know alarms and lights start blinking and everything, and this message comes out on, up on our screen, and it's like, oh, this is my departments, we have to fix this. It's like, uh, great. And it, it just, but it's just tells us like, uh, send this code. And it's just like a six digit code. And like, okay, easy enough. And so we type it in and we send it and the, and nothing stops. <laughs> like the alarms and everything don't stop. We're like, oh, okay, well let's just try to do that again. And th- this is while I'm in, this is while I'm in the shuttle. And then, so one group would be in the shuttle, one would be a mission control, and then you would switch mm. afterwards, okay? So this is when I'm in the shuttle, and I'm just sending this over and over, and then nothing just happened. And then finally, just like, you died. You all died. <laughs> so this is like the Kobayashi Maru from Star Trek, where it's the unwinnable situation. And they were doing no, it to test. No, not quite. Test it, turns out, it turns out uh, I was doing it all wrong. <laughs> because then as soon as, as, soon as we switched... Um, you're still in the same department, but now you're in the, you know, like, mm-hmm. so we, I was in the communications department on uh-huh. the on space shuttle, so now I'm in the communications department in Mission Control. And so, okay, here we go. And as soon as they turned on the simulator, uh, someone, an employee of the science center, comes into the room with just a stack full of papers and is like, uh, are you the communications <laughs> department? Yep. I, I guess these are for you. And it was a stack of papers with just that code on it. <laughs> so instead of punching the code into the machine, we were sending the code back to Vision Control on like a fax machine. Just a oh. printer upstairs. <laughs> yeah, uh, just a printer <laughs> in like the gift shop. Can you imagine like, the the, science like center. those people get like the printers just starts going off next to them and they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what is this mysterious code? Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. So there's plenty of good stuff there. Yeah. Let's do a scene off of that. Well, I mean, I, I'm going to be mayor, obviously, if we just sign up. There's no election. You can be mayor. I'm mayor. Place. I called it. Nobody Dibs cares. on mayor. Nobody cares. <laughs> 
Wait, but what if? Wait, what if? What if I want to be married? Oh my god! Did you call dibs? Well, d- I think I feel like this is a little bit more involved than just calling dibs. Okay. Well, if we're just signing up for do I do you want to interview me for mayor and then I'll interview you for mayor? How about that? That's, that sounds. Does fair. that sound fair? Yeah, that's both not going to give each other. Okay. No, go ahead. What? We'll see how, we'll see how this no. plays out. Go, go ahead. Brett, stop ruining my plan right now. Teacher's going to see. Okay. Just stop it. Whatever, man. Just, just go. shut up. Just go. Have your fun. Kids, is there some kind of argument happening here? Yes. yes. No, Mr. Gustafson, everything no. is fine, and I'm just, I'm going to be the mayor. We because decided. if we have another argument, like the last time, this might be your last field trip. No, no, Mr. Gustafson. No, it, we, we, we won't have an argument, but I just, we, we both want to be mayor. Roberta, there will be an election. See, okay, oh, good. Oh, see, I didn't. Th- see, I was told there would be no election. No, this is well, what I've been trying to tell him that we're gonna have an election. If there's no election, then what will the job of campaign manager be for? Yeah, dibs. Seriously, dibs. Oh, campaign manager, dibs. No, you okay, can't just brat. call dibs on, on the- which campaign. This is a meritocracy. You okay. will apply. You will apply for your job. That Brett is. Uh, Involved himself in an immediate conflict of interest because he is. Okay. But it's an equal conflict of interest. I don't. This is. Uh, this I'm going to tell you right now, Mr. Gustafson, this field trip is a joke. Hey. It's going to get a terrible <gasps> hey. review. Okay. What? Okay. When we get back to school. Okay. Just so you know. Wait, we can give reviews? Oh, you don't read my oh, field you, trip slams? Oh, you have a newsletter? Uh, it's a zine that I uh, put together. Yeah, you just, just mostly about field trips and things around town. Dropping like those off on me. Can't on put my it guests. down. On my so good. Thank you. Last Thank week's you so much. issue was so good. Oh, last week. Don't even. T- I mean, did it? Was, did it? Honestly, did any of us want to go see Oliver? No. Did anyone have fun? No. You know what? I but had you fun. You said it. I had fun. Well, you're like 50 years old, so you would have fun at the theater. Well, you know what? Okay? It's great being 50. Okay. It's great being 50 and single and having no children of your own except for the ones that you go to every day who aren't really yours. And you know what? I'm not having this conversation right now. You're going to enjoy this field trip because it's fun. This is what real life is like, and you all want to know. Hey, can I tell you something, Mr. Gustafson? If I am elected mayor, okay, you will get a wife. Tampering. What? what? And a family. No. I, no. I <laughs> called dibs on the wife. No, wait. Hey, wait. I think... I okay. think this is a meritocracy. We'll have an interview process. Hey, if Greg wants to volunteer to be your wife, I interview, don't see why you would. Interview process. You know what? There is game show host. I'm not sure what the show will be, but word on the street might be a little bachelorish. I'm pulling out of campaign manager. Sorry, guys. Oh. Okay, well, now, that neither of us have a campaign manager. Well, it was going to be the same one. How good of a You're job right. was he? That would have been bad. Okay. Pretty good. I don't know. But yeah, I'm done. So, uh, if I I just can I give my stump speech now or is that um sure you know get I'm, all I'm the gonna, other kids around here I'm gonna run and pick up the lunches okay you guys just you know get started try and figure some things out and uh, I'll be back with your lunch Mr. Hey, Gustafson yeah, did, wait did you get did you get my note I wanted four Big Macs <sighs> Roberta yeah I, I told you six weeks ago I, know, I gave you plenty I know, of, of notice I forgot to fill I mine know. out but I want nuggets can you just remember that. Listen, the the forms have been submitted. The food has been prepared. Well, I mean, you will have what they is They still left. have nuggets I mean, there. I mean, you know, you other people get food there nuggets. too. Yeah, listen, exactly. Listen, what I didn't tell you ahead of time is your ability to fill out this form actually was part of your your initiation your process for applying for these jobs. <gasps> Shit. What? So, if you didn't fill out the form correctly, 
I don't know. You might not be getting that job you wanted. I know that you like handed out all those McDonald's menus, but I just took it upon myself to go to a Subway and get a bunch of their menus. So I filled those out. If you could just swing by Subway and <sighs> pick up my subs for me. You also. know what? You're not the mayor yet. You don't tell yet. me what to do. Thank you. I'm glad you're on but my that side. That does fall in the mayor's. Okay, got it. Yeah, wow. Hey, uh, Robbie. Wow. I'm learning okay. about my powers more Listen, and more. I, this is great. Robbie, that shows great go, initiative. I got to give that to you. I feel kind of Thank you. Un- underprepared for this application process. To be honest, I don't, think it, I don't think it is in your favor. I mean, there's already a Mayor McCheese. So really, honestly... Well, see, that's that's more. That's why I went to Subway. I don't want to compete with Mayor McCheese. Oh, wow! You're gonna genius by you getting those four Big Macs. You know what? You're associating yourself with Mayor McCheese. The enemy. Yeah, I done. You know what, guys? I went. I went to the McDonald's, but there's a problem, and it falls to your department. Okay. This is, you're really laying it on, baby. We can only get is... the food if you remember the coupon code hand that right we talked about last Thursday. Oh, is this part of the application? Is this part of my 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 speech? Maybe for wink, wink. Oh, no, okay. No, no. Honestly, okay. Now, last Thursday, coupon code day, coupon code. Coupon code. I remember day. the Bed Bath and Beyond coupon code. Do you have? Still? Do you have your review magazine? Maybe you wrote about something. Okay, I'm Did gonna you? go tell some of the other groups. You guys talk amongst yourselves. Try and think if you can remember. Because remember, no one will eat if you don't have that coupon code. <sighs> you can tell why that guy doesn't have a wife. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Will Fraser here from History Made Up. Uh, we have some exciting news about the podcast. Uh, we have an official Patreon page now. It is patreon.com slash history made up. You can go there. You can donate to the show. The show will always be free. You will never have to pay for the show. This is just a uh, donation so you can sort of help become part of the show. You help, help raise money so I can keep traveling and keep visiting these new places and meeting these new great improvisers and bringing the content to you. We have a special gift for one-time donors of $100. You donate $100 one time, you're going to get to tell a story on the podcast. We'll do I'll find the improvisers, we'll do the show off it, but you get to tell the story. Uh, so thanks so much for listening and support it. Patreon.com slash history made up. All right, we are back. Uh, yeah, I went to speak with Gail Brubaker from the West Des Moines Historical Society. And so let's hear her story right now. Okay, I'm here with Gail Brubaker from the West Des Moines Historical Society. Yes. Okay, I got it right. Good. I, I'm the executive director, so I'll Excellent. bow down to me. Excellent, yes. Oh, you have all the history. You have everything I need for the show. Oh, then. man, I really set myself up for some trouble now, didn't I? Oh, no. We're, this is all just fun. No trouble here. Okay. <laughs> all right. So uh, we're sitting in the Bennett School, mm-hmm. one of the historical one-room s- schools here in Iowa. Uh, but you're going to be telling us a story about a place down the street. Sure. It's called the Jordan House. The Jordan House. Okay. Well, let's hear about the Jordan House. It's... I've never heard of this. I'm fresh and new, so I'm excited to learn. All right. Well, you got to come see it too. Oh yeah. Seeing I will. is believing. <laughs> it is the oldest home in Polk County. Uh, It was built by James C. Jordan, who was one of the very first kind of Anglo-European settlers to this area. He came here and the house, the first part of the house was built in 1850. 
He originally was from a part of the country that is now West Virginia, slaveholding state. Jordan and his family were um, abolitionists. They were Methodist and the religion told them very strongly that slavery was wrong. So they were very successful cattle farmers and ranchers. And when his father passed away, his mom kind of had a family meeting and they decided to, to go west, young man, to these states that they knew were going to be free rather than slave states. They just couldn't live in a slave state anymore. Yeah. So they kind of bopped around a little bit in Ohio, Michigan. Uh, primarily, we talk about James and his brother John, who married sisters, Melinda and, get this name, Drusilla. Ooh. I have not yet met another Drusilla, and it's kind of breaking my heart. Drusilla, Drusilla. I love that. Yeah. So <laughs> James and Melinda had a farm down, um, if you've ever been to the Kansas City Airport, that's where the Jordan Farm was. Oh. And they were going to move out west to Oregon because it was opening up. But they had heard about this pretty amazing place, this territory called Iowa. So they actually snuck up here before it was legally open to settlement to check out where they were gonna want to put in a claim. Oh, yeah. Iowa's version of a Sooner. They were Iowa Sooners. Yeah. They were, and you know, and that's part of the lesson that we teach because James went on to be, I have a really illustrious career here in what became Polk County, Walnut Township at the time. But you know what, interspersed were some law-breaking tendencies. But he also was a lawmaker. He served in the Iowa Senate and the House of Representatives. He was a very early Polk County supervisor. So he made rules for other people to follow. But when it came to slavery and the federal law about the Fugitive Slave Act not helping slaves as they were getting free, he kind of said, well, the heck with that. I'm going to break this law. So I think it's this great example of what what laws are we as decent human beings obliged to follow? So anyway, so they built this house um, and in 1872 added on to it. So it's a 16 room Victorian Italian Gothic farmhouse kind of on 2001 Fuller Road in West Des Moines. That's a lot of stuff going on. There is. Victorian Italian Gothic. It is gray, <laughs> gaudy, and it's awesome. And we talk a little bit about the architecture when we have tours there. And um, we have quite a few items in the house that are original to the Jordan family. So oh. it's really kind of neat. You can put yourself back in time. That's how I like to refer to it when yeah. we're doing tours. And um, we know where old house versus new house is so i joke especially with school tours we do some time traveling we go to we're in 1850 and we cross the threshold and boom we're in 1872. yeah so it's it's a neat place to work and to come tour because it's I mean, everyone knows jordan creek mall yep. jordan this jordan that and for many years some younger people assumed it was named after michael jordan what? I know. Really? I know. So it, he's this kind of unknown character in central Iowa history that had a tremendous impact. Um, he is the one who brought the railroads to this part of central Iowa. He owned oh, wow. the land where Valley Junction was, and he was a very successful cattle farmer. You got to get these animals to market. Yeah. And they're going to be a lot healthier. You're going to get a lot more money for them if you can load them up into a rail car instead of doing a cattle drive. Right. So he and um, 10 other pretty influential local businessmen basically 
gave the Rock Island Railroad $70,000 to build a spur here rather than in, I think it was Norwalk. So he mm. said, I'll give you this land, I'll plat it out, and that's how Valley Junction came to be. Wow. So, and that's also part of the reason, because of the railroads being here, we have the tremendous racial diversity in Des Moines, in West Des Moines, that a lot of the workers that came to work on the railroads were from Mexico. The Rock Island and the other railroads went down and brought them up along with their families because they needed workers. Yeah. So we have families in West Des Moines that have that are of Mexican Hispanic heritage who've been here for five generations. Wow. So I think that's kind of neat because yeah. I think newcomers when they come to West Des Moines assume it is a new suburb of Des Moines. Right. And Lily White and yeah. by gosh we're not. Yeah. We've got great social societal diversity. And I think that really is what makes a community awesome. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So uh did they did the Jordan family uh did they help some of the slaves you or know, did they just sort of like we're just gonna turn the turn our backs and nope. just sort of let it happen james jordan was the chief conductor for polk county for the underground railroad he oh, wow. was in the middle of it um we're part of the john brown freedom trail that goes through the state of iowa and in fact on at least two documented occasions john brown that radical kind of crazy abolitionist mm -hmm. crazy in a lot of people's view um, was here with groups of freedom seekers that he had liberated from their owner. Um, John Brown was an abolitionist the same way as James Jordan was, but John Brown had this kind of martyrdom thing going. He was, he really truly thought he was the hand of God and that he had this divine right to do what it took to rescue these people. So here you get in that whole rule breaker thing again. He um, murdered people. Let's just be honest about it. He, at that time, legally, slaves were not people. They were property. And it's really awful to talk about now, to think about, because it's just so abhorrent. Yeah. But Brown would go down and murder slave owners and steal their property. Oh, that extreme? That extreme. I thought you were going to say, like, the the slave chasers, you know, no. he would go and kill them to get them off their trail, but no. he would actually he would, go and he, break them out. And, yes, he would break wow. them out. Okay. And, you know, and that was um, a really rare thing in the Underground Railroad. Most yeah. of the, the slaves that did get to freedom were these incredibly intelligent, brave people who just took this one in a thousand chance and made a run for it um, with no money, probably very little food, no resources. It was against the law for a slave to be taught how to read and write at that time. Mm -hmm. Did they? Did some of them know? Of course they did. They are not dumb people. Yeah. These people took their own lives into their own hands, and you know, live free or die. I know that's part of the of before the Civil War, but boy, these freedom seekers really personify that for me. They're, yeah. They couldn't. They couldn't do it anymore. 
they could not take it. So I just think they're to be saluted. It's it's a oh, great yeah, story. Yeah, it is. That's great. And I think the people that help them too, at great personal risk as well, should not be disregarded. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Doesn't matter how well to do or affluent he was, if they would have found out he was oh. doing that, he would have been dead just along with them. Federal prison. Yeah. Yeah. It's he was taking a real risk, as were his wives. You know, they were right there in there with it. Melinda, the first wife, and then she passed away at the age of 35, had six kids. Um, after being widowed for a year, he married Cynthia, um, who was originally from New York State. She was, and this is always hard to say, she was part of the Adams family. Not the ones on TV, but John Quincy, those <laughs> yeah. Adams. Yeah. Okay. So she had a, you know, quite, quite the pedigree herself. Oh, absolutely. You know, these women were in on it just as much as the men. Oh, yeah. You know, so That's great. the whole family was taking this tremendous risk, as were neighbors and friends and everybody kind of up and down the line. The uh, Houston Cemetery that's here in West Des Moines. It's the cemetery in the middle of the road. Yes, I know exactly where the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, where you have to just you literally go. stop and go drive, circle around it. That yeah. is where the Houston family had a stagecoach stop in an inn, and it was kind of the next stop down the line on the Underground Railroad. Oh, and okay. eventually they would get up to Grinnell, and um, Josiah Grinnell, J.B. Grinnell, big big um name in the underground railroad that's so the town is named so after him. Far. it is well like they to, had to get to canada to think from here to where that cemetery is and like if it's just open fields with a couple of farms that's dangerous enough scary but from there 30 miles to grinnell on foot on foot that's well, a long ways this a last... lot of eyes yes yeah and you know iowa was a free state, obviously, and part of that is thanks to James Jordan. He helped draft the Iowa Constitution that specifically said Iowa would not be a slave-owning state because, mm -hmm. you know, Missouri is right there on the border. Right. Then you get Nebraska and Kansas right there that it's they were supposed to be free, but then it got a Kansas little iffy. Kansas had pretty much a whole war yeah. about that. Yeah. Which is where John Brown kind of cemented his reputation yeah, for his... Right. I mean, this yeah. John Brown guy, he was really considered radical at the time. He not only believed that people of color should not be held in slavery, he had the amazing notion that women were equal to men in intellect and ability and should be given the vote immediately. I mean, for a lot of people, that was just the, the crazy cherry on top of the insane cupcake. Right. That he, of course, women should never be given the right to vote. It would be like if someone today said that cats and dogs should be allowed to vote. Like, that's how the that, public yeah. viewed it back then. Like, yeah. what? That's a crazy oh, they're idea. All, they're pretty to look at, but <laughs> oh, we certainly God. can't depend on them. Oh, so I think that really says something about what politics was like then. Uh, honey? Hi. Yeah. Hi. Sorry. Uh, What's up? You awake? Okay, good. I w yeah, I'm, I'm up. I'm up. Sorry. Um, St. Patrick's Day was lots of fun. <laughs> I had, sorry, I came home. I uh, have some news, some good news, good news, bad news type oh, of. Oh, no. Wait. Are you, are, you, are you okay? Oh, yes. I am great. Okay. Don't worry. I'm just a little hungover. Everything's fine. Sure. Um, I made, uh, Okay. I know. Okay, wrong. I know. I'm sorry. Come on. I know that you, we are eagerly awaiting the birth of our baby, and I know we agreed to name it after your father, Drew. Yes. 
Um, I've been waiting to name my child Drew since I was six years old. And I've told you this. I this do. is my I life's I respect. dream. Boy or girl, that's the name it's getting. 100%. I just... D-R-U. Just like my grandpa. Right. I know. Um, when me and Kyle were at uh, St. Patty's Day, we, I sort of made a bet with him. Oh, no. And I sort of lost. And so we... It's not as bad. Like it's don't. You're not going to be oh, too mad. No. Okay. What, what did you do? Well, I lost. Uh, I lost a bet, and so the bet was we have to name our kid Godzilla. But what? But I mean, I was gonna win. There was no way Jeff? for me not to win. Okay. What? Some guy across the bar asked about. Where Nick Van Exel played college basketball. And I said, okay, no, he played at UCLA for sure. And Kyle was like, no, he played at Cincinnati. And I was like, dude, I know my college basketball. I know he played at UCLA. And he's like, no, I'm pretty sure he played. And I was like, oh my okay, God. I'll, bet you, I'll bet you. What do you, what do you bet? And You bet your child's name? We were going to win his Zion. Hey Jeff. He put up his Zion. Kyle? Hey. Kyle. Jeff, give me you, one second. How'd you take it? Kyle, are you here? Just I told you to wait in the kitchen. Sorry, okay. Sorry. I'll, I'll go back. Oh my God. He needs us to sign some papers. What? But this is a legally binding. You contract? know he's a lawyer. Like he he busts. I like I was <laughs> And a notary. Sorry. So, I'll I'll have Kyle, Thanks, Kyle. Get out. So but here here's the good you didn't even hear. I know you're upset. Um, upset? <clears throat> you waged. I negotiated. You waged so on our child's out, long name. Long story short, it turns out Nick Van Exel did go to Cincinnati. Yeah, you know? no, no, <laughs> duh. Well, I, yeah, sure, yes. Okay, so long story short, I negotiated it down. So we get Drewzilla. Drewzilla, awesome name, right? Kyle. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So Kyle, you are not a not, part of this family. We don't have to call our kid Godzilla. That's a good news. That's the good news. Jeff, do you want our child's name to be tr- truly and honestly huh? Drewzilla? No, I mean, I mean, obviously, no, that wasn't my idea. That was then Kyle's idea. Why? I was fine no. with just going along with you and naming him Drew. No, like, no, no. This is not Kyle's forever? fault. This is Jeff's fault. Oh, okay. It's sort of Nick Van Eckel's fault. All, oh, my God. Okay. So, <sighs> I'm so sorry, but. That's just that's the way. So if you can just uh, get dressed and come down to the kitchen, and we'll sign these documents. What? What? He was okay, gonna that, give me a Zion. What, okay, uh, we were gonna have another uh, car. Oh, uh, are you upset? Okay, thanks. Thank you guys for coming into my office. What? Uh, I've you guys yes. seem to have some tension between you. I can feel it as you walk in. What? Uh, yeah, I'm Kyle. A, I, that's interesting. This is my friend Kyle. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. Hi, Kyle. He's following us around until my wife agrees to sign these papers. But thank, thank. I, is it okay that he comes in our therapy session? Yeah, I mean, I, you guys are paying for it. I, yeah. that's yeah. fine. It's not normal. Hi, Kyle. I, uh, Hi. I'm a professional doctor. Yeah, yeah. You're just a third person. Okay. Yeah. This is Dr. Green. He's our therapist okay He's been helping gotcha. en- enough from both of you Dr. I, I, I feel like kyle doesn't have a lot to do with this Dr. i really no. would like to get into yes. you're gonna be surprised at how okay. much he has <laughs> maybe you're right no. maybe you're wrong i'm a Dr. major part of this relationship doc i tell oh, you I what. I mean, you are here I, my God. I am okay sorry 
What are you saying, honey? Yeah, what are you saying? You have just an <laughs> equal voice as me. Do I? <laughs> Do Although, to be Dr. fair, it seems like you have two voices. Yes. So, well, yes. I would like to hear her. All we, all we I, I just get, want to hear her side of what's third. happening. Okay, great. Just okay, to be fair. Okay. Dr. Yeah. Green is already understanding what's happening here. Kyle has inserted himself into our lives to the point where he has a legally binding contract for the daughter of my unborn child. The n- name. No, he doesn't get our daughter. Oh, I've no, been, no, no, I've been working. Oh. No, I've been working on this. I also get one of your grandchildren. I, I didn't. Yeah. Did you read all the print? Did no. you? Yeah. Didn't? That wasn't that part of the bet. That does sound. That's, that was. It's in there now. It I, sounds like another? fine print. Oh, uh, okay. The daughter of yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, I'd like to see the papers. I'm not a lawyer. But. Right. I know. I know. We're like sort of in the weeds right now, right. Doctor Green. But yeah. can I just like real quick? Where did Nick Van Exel go to college? Oh my God. Okay, I'd like to invite everybody to the opening of the Michael Jordan Creek Center. Um, we have plenty of stores for you to look around. Um, it's going to be it's going to be so much fun. There's so much stuff to do here. Yeah. Is there a display dedicated to Scottie Pippen? Because I feel like he's an integral part of the Michael Jack- Jordan story. Listen, if this was a Scottie Pippen Creek Center, then yes, there would be a section. What about like the, the Coach Memorial Elevator or something? No, Tony Kukoc is not involved with this. This is strictly Michael Jordan. It seems unfair, but okay. B.J. Armstrong drinking fountain? No. no. B.J. Armstrong drinking fountain is not in here. <clears throat> okay. I mean, the, at best we have a Luke Longley Lake in the middle. Oh, of the so, okay. that's very nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is there an amusement park somewhere here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Is this not the Michael Jackson House? No! Oh know. my God! Get this creep out of here! <laughs> sorry, you know, sorry, I'm sorry. Gross! I'm so sorry. Couple I'm, miles to the left. Thank I've you. made the sorry. same mistake. Don't I, worry. I, I'll it's leave. Okay. okay. Sorry about that. Wow. <laughs> what a psycho! <laughs> but could this be a Michael Jackson? Creek. Okay, you know what? Uh, you just go with I the other one. Yeah, you I don't like you that. Hey, hey, you me, just beat it. Hear me out. You were the guy hear asking Scotty Pippen questions. I recognize you. Listen, I love the '90s. Okay, I want to go back there, and if if I'm gonna go back, I'm taking Scotty, and I'm taking Michael Jordan and Michael Jackson. I'm taking all those '90s people with me. Did you forget Michael Jordan's name? <laughs> just his first name. <laughs> Did you? Do you? Do you, why are you? Are you just here to cause trouble? And wait, you you know what? Let me see. Let me see your ID. Let me see your ID. Oh, okay. Show me your ID. Okay, Samuel Pippen. That's what I thought. So what are you, Scotty Pippen's cousin? Yeah, I hear just causing okay. trouble, pretending okay. like people don't know who Michael Jordan is, and that Scotty Pippen's the best thing. He is the best thing. Okay, guys. Oh, oh, oh my God! Oh, here we geez. go. Listen, here we every go. time he he played on the dream team. So did oh. Michael. So did many other players. So did Christian Leitner. Okay. 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 So that yeah. tells you about how good of a caliber they're looking at there. All okay. Right? You know what? I, I don't need to argue with you. I'm going to just take my stuff, and I'm going to go back to the 90s, because I know of a house where you can time travel just by moving from room to room. Wow. I, I'm, it's, I was sort of, if you didn't strike me as a creepy guy, I'd be interested. Would, what about you think? Well, yeah, if he wasn't full of lies, and he didn't come to this... Yeah, man. Stick Michael it up for Jordan Pippen. Shopping Center... Just to raise a ruckus about Scotty Pippen. That's suspect. Maybe I would be inclined to follow him okay. to this. 
magical time traveling house that I sort of wanted to check out too. Yeah, <laughs> kind of, yeah, but but no though, right? No, we don't want uh, no, 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 absolutely not. I no. mean, I have my eye on that uh, build a Bill Wennington upstairs anyway. I want to hit Ooh. that up for sure before we leave. Um, if it helps just to get you out of here, I'll give you the download code for Space Jam. If you want really that bad, then you can. Oh, this is and if you don't take choice. it, I'll take it. Yeah, okay. if you don't want it, we'll take it. I'm, I'm taking it. Okay. Yes. Wow. I believe I can fly. <laughs> nope. Nope, not <laughs> no, that take guy it back. either. Take you can't get with the Michael Jackson people. <laughs> Sir, I, I understand that you were looking for the house where every room is a different decade. Yes, shh, keep it down. Um, you, this is it a secret that you're here? I thought it was a secret that the house existed. Oh no, we are open for tours, but it's oh. only but it's only <laughs> on. <laughs> this is where you're probably confused. Okay. It's only on an appointment basis. It's oh. very hot. It's very hard to get in. Is it safe to come in now, Dad? Um, is it still a listen, secret, Dad? Listen, Stephen. I'm hiding it. Ste- Stephen. Yeah. Stephen. Yeah. Stephen. Your father is talking. Okay. okay. Sorry, Dad. I'll take care of the situation. Oh, sorry. I did. I was overhearing, and it okay. sounded like it was okay, okay for us to come in, and right. we didn't have to you hide just, outside of the bushes. Okay. Well, maybe just just stand here quietly Okay. while I wrap this up. How much in advance does an appointment need to be made? Dad, can I come in? Hey. Dad. Can I come in? Okay. Uh, Richard, Richard, why are we in the bushes? Richard, you don't, I don't, I don't know why you're in the bushes. Can I bum a smoke? Listen, Richard, I thought you quit smoking. Yeah, a few times. Okay. You know, I, I'm, I'm working this out. Okay. 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 All right. We'll wait out here. Okay. So these appointments, can they be made? I don't know. Maybe 15 seconds Um, in advance. (sighs) Is it okay to come in? I've got really bad asthma. So I really need. This is not doing Ask well if you can me. borrow a smoke. Thomas, Thomas, have you... Has Richard gotten you smoking, too? Thomas, you've All got... All the cool kids are doing Thomas, that. you've already got asthma, okay? Listen. <laughs> well, Dad, if, if we could just get into... Stephen, Stephen, just we, let me... Just, just let me... If we get into the room, and we could go right. to the 1950s room, and then everyone will be smoking. It'll be right. cool. Ah, <sighs> Stephen. Stephen, you don't understand my, my plan at all. Okay, okay Listen, sorry. Excuse sorry, me. Dad, I'll be quiet. So, um, Miss... Phillips, as your name tag says. Yes, I've been standing here and hearing your kids the whole time. Right. So when I go into this room, Mm -hmm. I'm assuming I can also alter time and maybe prevent someone from smoking. Interesting (coughs) question. (coughs) There's not really altering of time in these rooms. You more are just transported back to a certain day. Okay. Uh, where you were not involved whatsoever, so there's no changing or time traveling. <laughs> then that will just be our little secret, huh? Uh, um, you're gonna oh sure. You you know what? Yes. You're in luck. Okay. Listen, I got these kids. Yeah, you know, you're in luck. We we have an opening right now. Yes. Okay, boys. Boys. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, man. Come here. Uh, Miss Phillips here has gotten us. Access to the room. Thanks, Miss Phillips. Oh, hey, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah. Of you. Your kids are delightful. I know, I know. <coughs> but what if they could be more delightful? And I think I know a way. If oh. they never started smoking. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, kids. See, Miss Phillips is, is on board. Me out. I could use a smoke. I know. Listen, you won't need those smokes after today. 
know. Or after, I, maybe it's not going to be today. I don't fully understand how all time travel works. But you're, the you that I know will not be smoking anymore. And I think that will be great for the you that I know and the you you will be. You're lucky because the opening room is early 2000s, and that's kind of around. Uh, oh, that's the time. It, it was the early 2000s. Or late when, late 2000s. When Richard. Late 2000s. Yes. Oh, yes, late 2000s. Yes. Uh, late 2000s. Can, can you maybe dial okay. it to the early 2000s? It was, well, yeah. it was it was the early. No, I mean, we could the mid mid. Is it a mid? The it mid. was it was 2005 when that, Richard got mid. fired from his newspaper job and started smoking. Shut up about it. Sorry, I'm, just, I'm just saying that was when it happened. Steven, you we know, all remember. He's sensitive about it. I know. I Steven? Just, I, if, if no one says it, how are we going to know where to go? Okay. Honestly, I'm shocked that your child had an, a newspaper job. They, they're so small. He's quite advanced for his age. Wow. He, the growth really started to stunt after he started smoking. Sure. Yeah. Right. yeah, I'm way older than I look. Yes. He's the oldest one, oh, even wow. though we're much taller. Yeah, I'm 47. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. So... <laughs> The room. 47 and he lost his newspaper job in 2005. <laughs> yes. And we might also need to go back a little further and save uh, print media, if that's possible. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. I, I, just between the two of us again, remember, yes, you yes. can't actually alter <laughs> Right, right. I know that's on the record. Dad, why are you winking at that lady keep, so much? You keep being so creepy. Um, um, because I uh, am attracted to her, kids. Not, oh, I'm not trying okay. to like. Is this our new mom? Do some kind of altercation, alteration of history. Um, just go back to so you know this is just about the alteration of history, right? More wink, more wink, more wink. So much Listen. winking, it's gotta hurt your eyes at a certain point. Listen, I don't want you to be creeped out. It's really just about alteration. Of I'm history. really trying to. Se- I'm second guessing me letting you and your family in. Just please walk inside. Will okay. You? Okay. Yes. Thank you. Ooh, wow. this room is fancy. Yeah. Ooh, what era is this? I really feel late like late 1990s. I feel like I'm back in time in the late 1990s. Man, this brings back great memories of the Bulls on their run and Nick Van Exel playing for the L.A. Lakers. That's right. Hey, guys. It's me, Britney Spears. Ooh. Oh, wow. Nice. nice. <laughs> this is very late 90s. Oh, yeah. This is like right <laughs> there. Just trust your dad. This is very late 90s, You guys, guys. I'm so a- creepy. <laughs> you, why are you winking at this lady so much, Dad? You guys, I'm just about to take off in my career. Are you ready to watch? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, what, what, I'm ready to watch you do it again. <laughs> would you say you're at Oops. a crossroads? <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> you know, I'm so glad that for all of our disagreements, we share a sense of humor about Britney Spears puns. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it's just too funny. Are, are they even just puns or just references? I don't know. <laughs> It's fun though. It's yeah, fun though. Really having is. so much fun with you guys. Hey, will you guys follow me into the 2000s room? If you go with me, you can see me shave my head in front of <laughs> hundreds of people. Ooh, yes, please. It's yeah. less appealing, yeah, but fun. sure, yeah. yeah. That place in your life was really toxic, wasn't it, Brittany? Oh my god. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. One, so one was probably that was that was that was gross, Dad. Yeah, that was gross. <laughs> come on, come into the next room. Oh, okay. oh, uh, okay. Uh, this is uh. Er, Early 2000s, that's a lot of uh, 
September 11th stuff in here. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot. This Hi, I'm a TSA agent, and I'm going to need to take all of your belongings. Oh, no. Oh, I forgot okay. that they did that. Oh, wait, I don't. <laughs> took don't all your stuff. The, oh, shit. We better go back in the other room, otherwise you're going to take your lighter away. Yeah, I can't, wait, I no, can't no, have no, that. No. I got it. I need your mm. lighters and all no. of your cigarettes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. Yes, no, thank man. you. Thank you. I'm winking because I'm, I'm in cahoots with you right now about this, and I'm appreciating it very much. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm I heard you say that. Oh, no, kids. sounds I'm very attracted to this woman. That's why I'm winking. No, sir, Dan, I'm a I think man. You have a problem. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was confused. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> no, I mean, no judgment, but it was weird for you to just bounce back and forth like that. I, I didn't understand. Yeah, it's clearly a man, Dad. I mean, it's clearly. I mean, look, he's got a beard. And Listen, I'm, I'm sorry. I just use that line all the time because right. I feel okay. like it's safer around the boys. Hey, it's okay. Mm. It's actually just me, the lady at the front, Miss oh, Phillips. Phillips. I'm in all these costumes. Yes. You <laughs> wow, you are an snake. Wait, you, I, Richard, you weren't I supposed to hear that. Everything. Richard, Richard. Can we back up so Richard doesn't hear that? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> Look, kids, it's the early 2000s. A lot of September 11th stuff. Yeah, we, we, we were seeing it. Yeah. I thought, yeah, yeah, no, I, this doesn't erase their memories? I've been trying to tell you, we can't actually alter time. Okay, I know that says that. Can you set the time machine to back to our normal time so Dad no, gets in trouble for winking at so many women? <laughs> We can't let them take our railroad. We gots to get that railroad. I've been spending all my life on this here railroad. I'm making it go west. I, well, I, th- th- that's why we appreciate you so much here in Valley Junction. And we want you to make sure the train goes through here. Yeah. And not down to Norwalk. You don't want to know. It's not good. It's to f- Norwalk. No. Oh, God. Who said that? Shit, I'm so, I'm so sorry. This is uh, Ernest P. Norwalk. He's uh, my neighbor. He's, uh, Who said my name? He's a real piece Does of work. I'm mad about it. Does uh, he just show up when you say his name? How he, did he get here? He follows me around a lot. We do pranks on each other from time to time. I'm going to get you. I tarred and feathered his wife last what? night. That was a real good joke. I mean, that's it like what best was prank. Not funny, well, and you know it. Yeah. Well, you, uh, you keep talking my name. I'm gonna do something about it. This, um, this is this is a representative uh, from the cattle association, and uh, they have nothing to cattle. do with railroading what? or thing. Why are you winking at me? <laughs> it's creepy. No, it's a bug. I got a bug in my eye. Bug in my eye. Okay. That's not. You oh, do that oh, a lot. Oh, oh, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm from the I'm from the cattle association. Yeah. Okay. Then looking to buy some of my cattle, cause I'm a successful cattle farmer. Yeah. Oh, you sell cattle? I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, why don't you sell this guy some cattle? Yeah, I'd um, love to buy some cattle. Go uh you I'm know here. Mitchell my K. Mitchell. You seem flustered. Eastern yeah. industrialist <laughs> looking to invest in ranching. Congratulations. Well, well thank you. It seems you're a little late because I have my business with this uh, cattle oh. uh, business uh, man right here is already underway. Now, so. Not for oh. nothing, but you seem to have a lot of sweat on your forehead. It's a hot day. It's a hot day. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Not sweat on a hot day? No, no, no. Okay, calm Who down. Who do you think uh, you are, hey, Ernest? Calm down. Calm down. I wear this suit. It's okay. And I'm, his sorry. Vest and I'm his sorry. I'm sorry. It's hot. I'm sorry. 
I'm just trying to give you stuff. <sighs> I get Look, just, you two look like you need some nice conversation over a glass of lemonade. Uh, I was good. I was just. <laughs> I'd like some lemonade. <laughs> oh, I can pay with it for my money from the East Coast. You know what? We're gonna be friends. You and all that money you got. We are gonna be fast. <laughs> I'm gonna you get will be Mitchell K. Mitchell's best friend in these parts. <laughs> I like that name. I like that name. I do too. I paste it all over every building I build. Go. Well, that's great. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Can I just ask you just a question not really related to anything? Just more of out of my own uh, curiosity, if nothing else. Certainly. What do you know about railroad? Railroads? Mm-hmm. Hmm, I may so know a thing or two. No, not. Yeah, I was just asking if he knew anything about railroads. Uh, okay. Hey, Ernest, do you know anything about railroads? I might know something, but I don't know a lot. Oh. <laughs> okay, that's great. That's great. Uh, I... Mr. Pacific, you don't know anything about railroads, do you? Wait, what's that name now? Uh, well, I believe I was introduced as this gentleman's name is Jonathan Pacific. That's me. That's me. Look, look oh. here. Okay, you guys, I've been lying to you. I don't know what is going on with this here. Tiff, you, you lied about what? I can't live don't a lie. Blow it. Don't I can't blow live it. a lie. I. And building a railroad out west. You built a railroad. And it's going through my town. No, it's, it's not. not. It's going through your town. You get out of here, Norwalk. Jonathan Union, are you looking for some investments from the East Coast? Who yes, the hell are you, sir? No, no, not this is either of you. Friend, Mitchell Mitchell. Mitchell K. Mitchell, what kind that, of is. Name is that Mitchell Mitchell is my father. Who are you? Whoa, 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 whoa. No, how about you invest in me, uh-huh. Mr. Pacific? Oh, well, we I may no. be oh. in a cattle deal myself, but. Yeah, we're maybe... in the middle of a cattle deal right now. Wait, what? I, oh, Wait, you still actually want cattle? cattle? No shit. Or oh, that's definitely part of a lie. My lie. I got caught up in. I am <laughs> yeah, you see, don't it. get you far. Do it. I am in. I'm in the shipping, and I need the railroad to come through my town. Hmm. Sure, there's some yeah, cattle yeah. that'll get on there, and some pigs. And I just yes, I would love to have the cattle on on, on my railroad. Then you should run it through my town, uh, not oh, Norwalk. I disagree wholeheartedly. You should think about. I won't be around. Yeah, I'm gonna tarn feather you kids next. All right. What? You better sleep with one eye open. This is this is the Western experience I wanted when I came out here. I don't know at what point you took this prank war to a whole nother level, and I've never done anything like that to you or your family. I think I know exactly when it got taken to another level. You drowned my dog. Oh Oh my God! Who gives a crap? One upsmanship. (laughs) You drowned my dog. I tarred feathered your wife. Your dog was asking for it. No, that cannot be true. He was a good dog. Dogs cannot talk. <laughs> I right. do not like it. That's right. This is a genuine Mitchell K. Mitchell humorous statement. It is, it is, it is. You know now, what? I could care less about this feud any longer. I want Mitchell K. Mitchell on board this here railroad Are business. You? Kidding me? You know what? I want to go through neither of your towns. What? Oh no! I'm gonna skip you don't Iowa altogether. I'm gonna no, skip no, the all together. Mitchell, Mr. Mitchell. Yes, Jonathan Union. What other great? <laughs> it's uh, Pacific. I believe his name is Jonathan Pacific. No, I like that oh, name yeah, better. No. I'm gonna go with that one. What? Oh, maybe you should hyphenate it. Maybe my name will be Pacific Union. 
Union Pacific. That sounds better to me. That one that got there. a lot better to me. <laughs> he got there. Once again, the wordsmithing of Mitchell K. Mitchell. Classic <laughs> Mr. Mitchell. <laughs> All right, that's our show, everybody. Uh, big thanks to Mitchell K. Mitchell and everyone at <laughs> Union Pacific. And, of course, Nick Van Exel. Um, John, what did you learn today? Um, I learned about uh, Mr. Jordan and his involvement with the like Underground Railroad and things yeah. like that. Or yeah. I didn't know out. anything about that. Yeah. Did you ever heard of that place? I think I'd heard of Jordan House. I think I've driven by there, but I wasn't really sure the whole story. And yeah, with the railroad and stuff too. I know it's a lot of stuff. I maybe it? just claimed everything that could possibly be pulled from that story, <laughs> and, and I agree with him. No <laughs> one else can learn. <laughs> that. That's right. I learned about mm, that story she told. <laughs> uh, what, what do you have to plug? What do you got oh, coming man. up? Well, uh, tr- I personally will not be peering, appearing on the Today Show tomorrow morning, and I don't know when it's going to happen. It will, though. And that's about all I can say right now. Keep those hopes up. You're going to win that fight. You got oh, this. Well. You got this. That's right. Matt Still. Hey. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, I'll go with... Um, <laughs> he... He was a this Jordan guy was a lawbreaker, but he was also on the a lawmaker, a lawmaker, yeah. and a lawbreaker. Yeah. And he just decided he's a midnight toker. I'm a he's a mid- <laughs> lawbreaker, <laughs> lawmaker. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, as for plugs, uh, Kitten Bomb comedy every second Saturday over at Java Joe's, eight o'clock. Uh, just search Kitten Bomb comedy on Facebook, and also the Twist. Um, Short form show where there's a twist thrown in everything. It's every couple months. Should have a show in April, maybe early May, but we're looking at it. And I got a few other things in the fire, but nothing to talk about yet. Great. Noah Ennis. Oh, God. <laughs> what did you learn? Uh, well, all that stuff. And then also that if I do a character that smokes and then an old timey guy, my throat hurts after. <laughs> Does that count as something she said? Uh, no, she oh. didn't say anything about well, that. Well, I thought <laughs> but for you sure. Learned it nonetheless. Yeah, I thought for sure. Um, uh, for plugs, just uh, Twitter, Instagram stuff, Noah Ennis. Uh, I I write weekly, but I don't know when this comes out, huh? No. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> we got that little part out. Um, yeah, no, so sir. Just, just, we I, will I, not. I'll, I'll link to no anything edits. I write yeah. on, my, on my Twitter or whatever, so just go there. Yeah. All right, check it out. Marmoros. Yo. Yo. <laughs> yo. I like the Not yos again. better than the fart noises. Yeah, I usually do that. Yep. Um, uh, what do you, what'd you learn? What do you plug? <laughs> um, I, I guess, I, I mean, I realized that the Midwest played a really huge role in the Underground Railroad because they were kind of the middle. Like, people are kind of going through the Midwest to get to safety. Mm-hmm. And I knew that, but I guess I never really put two and two together that it actually happened. Just to, just to hear... Yeah, well, you think of it more east. Yeah, exactly. Like, people are coming up the east coast right. to get to safety. But no, like, the Midwest was around, and people yeah. were here. And it was it's just nice and cool to think about people in Iowa um, aiding and helping slaves. Yeah. Move north. Definitely. I think that's pretty cool. It is. Uh, what do you have to plug? Um, uh, everyone can go subscribe and like and follow and uh, what do you do to uh, the Phonies podcast? All those things. <laughs> um, that's a podcast that I host. It's also an, another improv podcast um, where I interview experts that in reality know nothing about the subject they're talking about. And you can find that on um, Spotify, 
and iTunes and all the things. Um, also, like Last Action Euro on Facebook and Twitter. Got to get those numbers up. You need those numbers Keep Travis up. Happy. Travis needs to know that we have more followers. Yep. Um, and you can check out the shows that we have there, usually last Saturday of the month. Yep. And um, I'm Marshizzle44 on the socials. Yep, the totally normal. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yes, what I learned, I did not know anything about the tour now, so I learned that there was an Underground Railroad house in West Des Moines, and uh, that John Brown was part of it, too. I mean, yeah. I've heard about John Brown forever, but I didn't know he was uh, doing stuff in Iowa, so that's great. Uh, and... What I got to plug? Um, 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 I don't think the live show. I think this won't will not be out by the time the live shows hit. Uh, so I'm just gonna uh, send everyone to History Made Up on Twitter, History Made Up on Instagram, HistoryMadeUp.com is the website, and that's our show for this week. Thanks so much, everybody. Bye bye. <laughs> there you got it. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Will Fraser here from History Made Up. Uh, we have some exciting news about the podcast. Uh, we have an official Patreon page now. It is patreon.com slash history made up. You can go there. You can donate to the show. The show will always be free. You will never have to pay for the show. This is just a uh, donation so you can sort of help become part of the show. You help, help raise money so I can keep traveling and keep visiting these new places and meeting these new great improvisers and bringing the content to you. We have a special gift for one-time donors of $100. You donate $100 one time, you're going to get to tell a story on the podcast. We'll do, I'll find the improvisers, we'll do the show off it, but you get to tell the story. Uh, so thanks so much for listening and support it. Patreon.com slash History Made Up.